This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Diana Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit in relation to your gut. Uh Uh-oh. No, I'm not turning this into a health podcast. I'm not talking about the gut that may be hanging around your middle from eating too much bread or pasta or whatever it is. No, I'm talking about your gut in terms of making a decision. And what does the Holy Spirit have to do with that? So first, I want to start us off on one of my favorite prayers to the Holy Spirit. Come, Divine Spirit, rattle our cages, break into our locked houses, water our parched land, undo our bends and twistedness, awaken our hearts, help us to overflow with kindness, and give us unending joy. Amen. That prayer starts out pretty intense, doesn't it? Rattle our cages, break into our locked houses. This is serious stuff. This is a serious request for us to be filled and in a sense to be shaken up by the spirit in our life. But then toward the end of the prayer, it says, overflow with kindness, give us unending joy. Kindness and joy are one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Peace is another fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about peace. We're going to talk about your gut. We're going to talk about peace, conscience, and Jiminy Cricket. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Let's see if I can actually make those all connect for you today. First, the Holy Spirit has more than one name. Jesus himself calls the Holy Spirit the paraclete, which means one who is called to one's side, and that comes from the catechism. The paraclete, the advocate, the one who is called to one's side. So that gives us a a hint, right? When we are in need of help, we can call on the Holy Spirit, and he will come to our side, come to our help. Another title that Jesus gives the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. So that tells us that the Spirit is not going to lead us astray. He will speak truth. He will lead us to the truth. But there will be no falsehood or confusion when we are talking with, spending time with, accessing the Holy Spirit. Confusion, if you recall, comes from the evil one, and the Holy Spirit is certainly not the evil one. We know the Holy Spirit is to be at our side and to help us know the truth. Many years ago, I was a youth minister, and we, of course, tried to teach the young people that we worked with. When I say we, because it wasn't just me by myself, I had an amazing team of people who worked together. And one of the things we talked about often was how do we make decisions? How do we discern? We probably didn't use the word discern, but certainly how to make decisions, how to know right from wrong. And there's that thing we have inside of us 
called the conscience. And for some, that was something they really had not heard before, this notion of a conscience, this idea that within us are the answers to what am I supposed to do? And oftentimes when I talk to people now as an adult to other adults about discernment, it almost seems as if discernment has become veiled in mystery. And you know what? It's not. God does not want to confuse us. He really doesn't. We have lots of tools at our disposal that we need to call on and can indeed call on to discern, to know what we are supposed to do. So one way that we know what to do is by our conscience. There are things that are clearly right and there are things that are clearly wrong. Briefly, if it goes against the Ten Commandments, don't do it. Of course, life is not always that cut and dry. There are lots of nuances. And that's where this trusting your gut is going to come in. So that so your gut, it's that place deep inside of you where you feel peace or you feel unrest. Now you might be going, ding, 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 ding. I know the answer. The answer is when we have peace, we have properly discerned. And that would be the right answer. And that is the right answer. When we have peace, we have properly discerned. So why is it sometimes we discern, we have peace, and then we think, oh, that's not the right answer. Oh, that can't be it. Let me think some more. Let me pray some more. Let me ask another five, six, 25 people. Um, And everyone is going to give you what they think is the answer. And deep inside of you, you still do not have peace. You have unease. You're restless. The answer doesn't seem quite right. And so you have to go back. And you have to go back to one, your conscience. What does your conscience tell you? And if you remember the movie Pinocchio or the book Pinocchio, I think it was only in the movie, Pinocchio had a little conscience. And his conscience was literally a cricket, Jiminy Cricket. And so sometimes we would tell the youth, it's not Jiminy Cricket, it's your conscience. It's that God-infused knowledge that you form by what you put into it. And of course, God helps you to form it by what he puts into it. And you form your conscience to always go toward what is good and true and necessary and helpful. Then your conscience is going to lead you to discern the right answers to your questions in life. Because what you want is peace. And what happens is when you go toward the Holy Spirit and you ask the Holy Spirit for guidance, the Holy Spirit is going to help you. You might not get an answer right away. It might take some time. It might take a day. It might take a week. It might take a month. It might take longer. I don't have an answer for you as to that question because it varies, I think depending on the seriousness of the situation, of the task that you need help with. But we have to remember, we have the Holy Spirit within us. But just as God does not barge his way into your life, the Holy Spirit is not going to yell at you to do the right thing. You have to come to that discernment on your own. You have to exercise some of the fruits of the Spirit. You have to be kind gentle, have some joy in your life, forgive people. Those things are going to help us know what is the right thing to do. And as we consider these questions in prayer, 
and we remember that the Holy Spirit dwells in us. When we come to a decision and we have peace, that is your decision. It does not mean that your decision is going to necessarily be easy to execute, but you have peace about it. And along with that peace, you're going to have courage, almost a courage that you don't know where it comes from, because maybe it's not quite like you. Maybe typically you don't have that much courage. And you know where that courage is coming from? That courage is coming from the Holy Spirit. In Romans 8, 26, it says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. And then it goes on to say, For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with sighs too deep for words. I want to focus on the first part of that verse. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. Yes, ask the Spirit. When you are weak, turn to the Holy Spirit. Ask for what you need. Ask for the answers to your questions. So many times I, I talk to people, I listen to people, and they'll say to me, well, I don't know what to do. I keep thinking I ought to do this, and I have peace about it, but nobody's going to like it if I do that. Or that's going to take a lot of effort if I do that. Or that seems too simple. So, you know, it's that conundrum, right? If it's too hard, it can't be the right answer. If it's too easy, it can't be the right answer. It seems as if oftentimes we get the peace that comes along with finally reaching a decision and we're not happy. Go back, not to ask the question again, but go back to the Holy Spirit and ask for courage. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you in your prayer and ask for courage that you can go ahead and move forward on the decision that you have discerned is the correct decision. It does not have to be complicated. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. When your gut is no longer doing somersaults or tied in in knots or you have the butterflies have ceased fluttering, whatever it is that is your bodily experience of being at unrest or being uneasy. When that ceases, because you have said, oh, this, this is the solution, and your body is at rest, that's peace. That is peace. And that is priceless. And it is a gift. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's also a fruit of the Holy Spirit, but it is totally a gift. And then with that ability, we're going to be able to turn and use the other gifts that we have been given. The gifts of courage, of strength, of steadfastness, the gifts of fortitude. We can turn to those and access them and they will help us to carry out our decision. So is it Jiminy Cricket? Not so much. Is it your gut? In a way, it's your conscience and it's the Holy Spirit working with you in your conscience to lead you to the right decision. In my last episode, I did not leave you with a not lukewarm challenge for the week. I haven't gotten any feedback, not a complaint, just noting that I haven't gotten any feedback. Today though, I am gonna leave you with a very small challenge that could have a big impact on your life. When you are faced with decisions this week, coming up, and you're not quite sure, don't make a decision right away. Take that decision to prayer. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the answer. And when you feel peace, 
you will know that that is indeed the answer from God of what you are to do. I don't think we need to complicate making decisions. I don't think complicating helps anything or anyone. And it certainly doesn't help us when we complicate matters. Try to keep it simple. Go to the Holy Spirit, get peace, and then move forward. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're not getting peace about a decision, then maybe that means it's not time to act on that decision. So that also needs to be considered. Sometimes no peace, N-O, peace, means it's the wrong decision or not time to make the decision. And so then the Spirit is going to ask you to wait. But remember, the Holy Spirit will be right with you as you wait. I hope this helps clear up a little bit what it means to discern and how to involve the Holy Spirit in that and what to look for, the clues to look for when you're making a decision. I hope the Not Lukewarm Challenge helps you this week in any decisions that you have to make. just want to mention that if you are looking for a speaker for Advent or Lent or any sort of a day retreat that you might be interested in hosting for your group in your parish, either live or virtual, I would be honored if you would consider me. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. And I hope you all continue to live not lukewarm. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com.